it's Gilbert Gottfried. Welcome to Behind the Scenes with Brian, your go-to podcast on old things mining. Welcome to Behind the Scenes with Brian, the podcast covering everything from engineering, mining, and mine waste management to whatever else may be on our minds. Pop in your headphones and don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share. And now, here is your host, Brian Ulrich. This is Brian, and this is Behind the Scenes with Brian. And today I am joined by my son Timothy, and we are going to discuss crypto. Tim, how are you doing today? Hi, thank you for having me on, Dad. I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Good, yeah, good. Just uh, finishing up here at the cabin before heading down to Denver, and uh, got some fresh snow, and we're socked in with fog right now. Sounds like a good time to either leave or stay put. <laughs> yeah, build a nice fire in the fireplace. Mm-hmm. So, Tim, I wanted to talk about uh, cryptocurrency in general, and and maybe just could you just define what crypto means? Yeah. So, crypto in this case comes from uh, cryptography. So think about like the Enigma machine during World War II. Ah,、uh, yeah. Eventually, and, and this goes back to the early origins of cryptocurrencies.、Uh, cryptographers began sort of politicizing the technology and, and saying that we need to use this for our own personal lives, for our own,、um, essentially, what was data at the time.、And、this was. I mean, we're talking after World War II, so fifties, sixties, seventies. Yeah. I mean, so w- well before the internet. Right. Right.、Hmm. Okay. And what?、Uh, I, I don't even know what the next question is because I'm no crypto person. But maybe the next question is, what was the first cryptocurrency? Well, it was、um, it was Bitcoin. Okay. Um, and it it came from this white paper that this mi- mysterious figure、uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, yeah, that's his name.、Mm-hmm. It, so he wrote this white paper explaining what Bitcoin is and how it works. And so that was the that was where the first cryptocurrency really came into being. Okay, and since then there's at least a dozen of them around the world, right? There are thousands, and, <laughs> and and they're not all cryptocurrencies. They're also tokens, which we will get into at another point. Okay. Okay. So, why? I mean, I understand that the American dollar is a fiat currency. It's only backed by the U.S. government. It, it doesn't. It's not worth a dollar worth of gold or silver or anything else. Is a fiat currency, which means it's just based on faith. But、right. crypto doesn't even seem to be based on that. It seems to be based on hope more than faith. There really is this、um, 
this idea that crypto is a revolutionary technology and not only revolutionary but some people actually make it almost a religious kind of technology that it's the second coming or something like that yeah so it's a it's a much more powerful idea than just um than just thinking that this is the new trend i mean that people take it very far yeah yeah and and so why why would anybody put their money into crypto well there are two possibilities um mm-hmm. you either have a lot of money and we're talking millions of dollars that you can that you can just go ahead and park it up in cryptocurrency for a while or you're somebody who just happened upon you know an extra thousand bucks a month or something and are looking to invest um and are seeing these these massive amounts of of uh cash flowing in and out of crypto currency exchanges and thinking that you should jump in on that as well yeah so, there, yeah there's some been some amazing gains and there's some been some pullbacks on it too but all in all it seems like it's always gaining and that's kind of the problem right yeah. because obviously you can't you can't infinitely gain value across thousands of cryptocurrencies a because there's not enough energy in the universe but um b it's just impractical oh okay so that brings up another question so elon musk doesn't like bitcoin because it's very energy uh needy so why intensive yeah intensive so why why is that why does it take so much energy for bitcoin for example well so bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are actually just built into computer networks and so these computers they're constantly doing calculations or constantly figuring out these equations in order to um either figure out the a public ledger figure out certain exchanges or to find new coins. And and so what ends up happening is that you you start out small, you know, you have a small operation and it's you know, you really don't get profitable until you mass up until you have um incredibly large servers that are uh comparable to what you see in in uh kind of fictionalized depictions of silicon valley you know the big mm-hmm. warehouses filled mm-hmm. with servers you eventually end up with that and that is i mean so it's not only just powering the computers the gpus that are solving these equations but it's also keeping them cool yes yeah. um It, it, you have to keep the facilities themselves cool uh, to combat a lot of heat really and um so and and that's how it works that's it's not it's not your bank telling another bank that you just deposited money it's a computer trying to solve this equation of this transaction yeah and that is that part of the blockchain 
Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, anything. See, cryptocurrencies are all on the blockchain. Okay. They're all using blockchain technology as the the core of it.、Um, I guess that would have been a good kind of first couple of questions to break down what is cryptocurrency. But、um, yeah, so so the blockchain. It, just think of it as this ledger that the public can see and view and and make exchanges on. Okay, so I, I thought buyers and sellers had some protection against、uh, others knowing what their transactions were, but that's you're saying it's a public ledger, so anybody could go on and say, okay, this oligarch just. Bought or sold, you know, a hundred thousand bitcoins or whatever. Yes, and and the、um, the actual recent. So there's been a couple of of high profile arrests.、Um, mm-hmm. The most recent one had to do with a hack. Oh gosh, this was a long time ago. I'm trying to remember. It's 2013 or something of this crypto exchange called Bitfinex. Hmm. Um, so it was it was、uh, it was the largest hack at the time. It was a three hundred million dollar hack, as I recall.、Uh, should have done should have refreshed my memory on this. But、um, <laughs> what what ended up happening was the U.S. authorities eventually cracked down on this couple that ended up with a portion of this hack because they were well. What they tried to do was they tried to watch it. Kind of like you would wash money, you know. You put it into、oh, yeah. different, you know, and better.、Uh, Breaking Bad, it was a car wash, you know. You、um, you wash it. It it in cryptocurrency, it just means like putting it through different exchanges and trying to get it out to different accounts. But at the time that there wasn't that much of that technology there,、um, and so these this couple got caught because they ended up buying. Walmart gift cards.、Um, the the authorities just noticed this account, which had this huge amount in it.、Uh, this is the biggest problem with with、um, hacks and whatnot. Is that these huge amounts are just you you can watch them go across different exchanges, different cryptocurrencies,、uh, and, and so actually the U.S. is cracking down. Um, or at least getting in a position where they can crack down on crypto crimes, and it's、hmm. it's all because of how visible certain cryptocurrencies are. But there are some where they're privacy bitcoins, so they're、um, they they're not public ledgers. Oh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. So, do you think it's advisable for most people to have some of their savings put into? Crypto? No, I wouldn't. I would not advise that. This is not financial advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, don't I have to put that disclaimer in? <laughs> I do not. I do, I do not financially advise you to. <laughs> this is not financial <laughs> advice. Yeah.、Um, <laughs> yeah. I so, would say. I would say to answer that question. What we should really do is look at what an investment might look like. If you have 
if you're if you're what's known as a retail investor, you know, you don't have millions of dollars. You just、yeah. have you know thousands of dollars.、Mm-hmm. Kind of the biggest thing with that right now, getting a payout. It's it's becoming the profits are are obviously falling, profit margins across the board because as we were talking about, you know, there's no. There's no way that infinite growth can continue to happen and scale at that speed. Yeah. And so, sorry, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, okay. So, what you end up doing is you you end up getting in on the coattails of、mm-hmm. of you know these big investments, places.、Um, Exchanges or or coins or whatever that have already the profits are already maxed out at this point.、Um, you can you can make you can make some return on investment. That's not improbable. But what I'm what I'm trying to get at is the whole philosophy of this is that you're just looking for the next chump to come along and invest in it as well to increase the value. Yeah. Meanwhile, I mean, at this point, the markets are so solidified, but by I mean, so so firm in 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 the price because of what's known as whales, which are these ginormous accounts,、uh, millions and billions of dollars.、Uh, in, in those are the decision makers. You know,、yeah. there's there's no little guy. You know, it's not like GameStop. I don't know if you followed that story. Oh, maybe you could enlighten us because I, I I don't recall it. Well, so this was a、um, this was a, a real example of retail investors or who appeared to be retail investors, just、uh, average investors, yeah, buying out a bunch of GameStop stocks. You know, the video、mm-hmm. game store.、Mm-hmm. To, I, I would spend my childhood at,、um, <laughs> <laughs> and apparently many people did too. Well,、mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. and they were they were taking action against these hedge funds that were that were betting against GameStop,、mm. and ended up these hedge funds hedge,、uh, hedge fund managers ended up losing millions from their accounts because. Well, I mean, it was unexpected. They just saw GameStop as a useless stock.、So. Yeah, yeah.、Um, and that's that's just、um, that that's kind of like a heroic story that is even more cartoonishly, <laughs>、uh, <laughs> you know, separate in cryptocurrencies because、yeah. um, these large investors were talking were talking Peter Thiel. I don't know、uh, if you know who he is. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I recognize the name. It's going off. <laughs> Peter Thiel,、um, and Andreessen Horowitz is a big investment group、uh, that's that's poured、yeah. billions. And then you have you have whatever Elon Musk and whatever Mark、yeah. Zuckerberg is, is doing. So yeah, I mean, there's、yeah. a lot of money, and at this point, you know, if you look at your savings account and you. Stack up the numbers against who who you're up against. It's it's not a winning game, but people have won in the past. Yeah, yeah. It, originally, Bitcoin was worth almost nothing. Anybody could buy a Bitcoin, and now it's I don't know forty or fifty thousand dollars or something like that for a Bitcoin, right? That's right. 
Yeah. And then what do you do with the Bitcoin? Do you just put it on a USB key and <laughs> put it in your put it in a shoebox in your closet? I don't know. Yeah. So what People what's it that. what's it meant to mine for bitcoins? So mining is that um, we were talking about the computers figuring out equations. And, yeah. Um, one of the things that they also do is they find new coins. One of the things about Bitcoin in particular is that there's a maximum amount of coins. And so eventually the computers will find all of the coins. Hmm. Okay. And, and, and so the value of Bitcoin fluctuates based off of trading rather than new coins entering the market. Okay. Uh, the the idea there is that it could be stabilized. I, I mean, I don't actually know how on track we are for finding all the bitcoins. I, I mean, I think we're a bit off though. And <laughs> yeah, gonna, yeah. We're gonna need to burn a lot of coal to get there. Right. So th- there's some countries that are tying their um, currency to crypto and some countries are banning crypto why the two very opposing views of crypto um it's it's a it's a very politicized i mean this is a um what's become essentially a very politicized discussion of how to how to make an economy in the 21st century Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm or at least to some world leaders. Like, yeah. um, it, it, it's funny because there is there is El Salvador. Yeah. For sure, which is, um, Nayib Bukele, the leader, is um, he's very pro-crypto. He was supposed to go to this big Bitcoin conference in Miami. Uh-huh. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and, and he's become a big crypto world leader kind of thing and people yeah. are living living there now on what's known as bitcoin island yeah or, sorry bitcoin beach bitcoin island is a bit off <laughs> that's where they're gonna build a um they're gonna run the computers using geothermal heat which all right go for it i mean at least it's not a cold plant in kazakhstan yeah yeah <laughs> but then you also have uh, for example, the UK. The UK has taken a very unique approach where they're, well, uh, obviously regulation is a big concern. So they, they started pursuing that pretty early. And now, I mean, they, they have a, uh, a crypto, um, in America, we, we would call him a crypto czar, but he's, he's a part of the cabinet that deals with digital assets. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so there's all these different variations. Like, how do we how do we do that? How do we how do we um, how should we approach it? Um, it's it's kind of interesting to watch the U.S.'s SEC, the Security Exchange Commission, slowly clamp down on crypto, just just really really honing in on exactly how they need to approach it, how they need to even define it, because right now, crypto assets, nobody really knows. Are they securities? Are they are they um, commodities? Mm-hmm. And, um, 
so obviously like there's there's all of this happening we're uh, also witnessing a lot of growth in developing countries um, yeah that's, it, that's kind of been a constant but so you're seeing countries like vietnam crack down and and try to build up regulatory measures or a framework to deal with crypto assets there's a um it, it's a lot more than just like than just if somebody started printing money though you know if somebody just started printing if you started printing brian box mm-hmm. you know i mean that would you wouldn't have that reaction nearly as much so there's obviously something more deeply entrenched in it and it, it's yeah. obviously to me it's the it's the ideology of what cryptocurrency and everything around it is right right so so aside from the people that put their money in crypto let's say like the the guy that invented a crypto is he making money he or she uh, we we don't actually know where the creator of Bitcoin is. No, I know, but for uh, for Dogecoin, for example, we know who they are. Are they making money just by um, having started or running Dogecoin? Yes, yeah, they can cash out. I mean, um, I don't actually know. It, it feels like the Dogecoin guy might be might be either sitting on it or doing something else with it besides just cashing out. But yeah. And yeah, yeah. If you start a cryptocurrency, you can make a lot of money. If you start, uh, if you sell an NFT, which we'll talk about later, you can make a lot of money. So yeah, uh, it, it's just about who's who's investing in you, who's buying your coin, who's it appealing to. Yeah. So if you we're kind of running out of time, but if you had to kind of sum up crypto in just a few sentences how would you describe it to people um i i i just describe it by how it's not okay. it's not the, it, it's not new technology we've had it for decades there's no actual application for it mm-hmm. no application for it find me an application for it <laughs> have your have your listeners write in this is more than a couple of sentences <laughs> <laughs> And, and there there isn't going to be forever profits to be made yeah infinite profits is impossible right yeah I think I think that's a couple of sentences okay but... yeah I, could, I can I can appreciate <laughs> that and uh, next next time we get together we're going to talk about NFTs yep we can get into it more all right sounds awesome tim appreciate it and uh have a great day and we'll, we'll see you later on thanks for having me on dad absolutely well that's it i'm brian and this is behind the scenes with brian until next time keep on rocking <laughs>